I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Welcome to a really beautiful episode with a dear sister, Ashmi Patel. Um, we found each other on Instagram, like most of the guests that I have on the show. Um, and she has a really cool journey of leaving Silicon Valley, finding her spiritual paths and purpose. Um, halfway across the world. And she shares her journey, such a beautiful soul. And this is really beautiful because anyone that's listening, all of us, we have this deeper calling. And when we follow it, when we listen to that inner voice, the still small voice inside of us, an entire new world unlocks before our very eyes. And Ashmi shares her story of that happening. And I know it will resonate with you. So I bless you all, dear sister Ashmi. Thank you for coming on. And everyone, enjoy. Thank you so much. Wow, thank you. So yeah, it's a it's been an incredible journey. So I'm excited to talk to you and dive in. Same. So where did you grow up? Where are you from? Uh, it's a crazy story, but um, I was born in Singapore. Um, lived in Japan for a few years. Grew up in California, and I left California to travel the world three years ago, and that's when my awakening started. What was the catalyst for the awakening for you? Yeah, I feel like we've all been on this journey from before birth, obviously. But um, my whole life, I've been as a child tuned into the magic of the universe, manifesting things. You know, I was very aware of my own power. But then um, in school and in my career, I really just lost touch with my heart and my intuition. I was working in Silicon Valley in the tech startup world, and it was so crazy hours. And I just really burnt out. And I was so, you know, waking up with anxiety every day. And so it was that breaking point that got me to realize, wow, I really need to come back to myself and really give myself permission to follow the call of my heart and ask myself the question, what is true happiness for me? So mm -hmm. I quit my job. I left Silicon Valley to travel the world. And um, I think it was through the intention of opening my heart and meditating and tuning in that all these synchronicities started coming in. Wow. And so my awakening was more first about uh, the magic of the universe coming back to me and realizing my power to create uh, my dreams and all these connections and people coming in that mirrored that back to me. And then the dark night of the soul came and I woke up to the truth of the outer world. Mm. So it was quite twofold, but it all happened at once. And it was really rapid. Wow. Where, yeah. where physically were you? Were you in Australia at the time or where, what country? I was in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Wow. Um, I was renting an Airbnb there by myself. And it was quite amazing because I had no friends who understood what I was talking about. I didn't know anyone there. I was traveling so solo. So um, I really started feeling like, am I crazy? Because no one else knows what I'm talking about, what's going on. And um, after that, I flew to Bali. And in Ubud, Bali, I met my soul family, people who got what I was talking about, people who were like, I channel aliens. I'm like, oh my God, I just learned about aliens last month. <laughs> I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that is awesome. Isn't, yeah. isn't it wild? Like when it when we are around people that don't judge and are curious and want to learn more truth, and mm. it's so fun. I I have I feel so alive when I can be around people and we can talk and just mm. oh, it's just beautiful. I, in fact, mm. I shared with a buddy today. I said. I said, and he's such a beautiful soul, this guy, I, and he's in, he's just a beautiful soul. I said, you have to leave the Christian world. You mm -hmm. have to leave it. But I love the Bible. I love mm -hmm. it. I can 
almost quote it by heart. I love the scripture, but you got to leave that world because it's such a fog. There is so much more because we were talking about the Bible says like divination is evil and all these things. And I said, well, look at a gun. It's a, a gun is an object. In the right situation, it can be used for good to protect and the wrong intention. It can be used for bad to hurt. Mm -hmm. I said, it's not the gun, it's the intention. So it's not the connection to spirit world that is, that is wrong. It's the intention. If I use this connection to control, manipulate, coerce, green power, then certainly, but that's, that context isn't given. So then people just throw out everything and they're missing Mm. this great freedom oh it's just beingness and um yeah yeah it's so true yeah it's not about following something outside of you it's about learning to trust yourself and find the love in you that is mirrored out in the world and that's been my journey to actually you know um for me personally i don't feel like i channel my guides or i don't identify it with it like that i Feel like I channel my own heart and I've been journaling from a childhood so it has been uh, like recreating a developing relationship with myself and my heart and learning to trust my voice like it's okay if it sounds like my voice mm. because in this lifetime I'm meant to learn to bring my power in me and find it in me yeah which I feel like a lot of people are also on that journey yeah just listening to you, was there a time where that cadence of your voice, you started to find that slower pace? Because I know Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. I mean, just being in the tech world, it's like, boom, boom, boom. You, yeah. you know, the, pro, the PMs, you're like, <laughs> it's hammering out. There, it's just constant. There's mm-hmm. always a deadline for the next thing. But yeah. you know, like I listen to your content, you speak very just peaceful and grounded in your cadence. Mm-hmm is I'm it changed so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to lead you into that, but did it change and how did it change? And so much. Um, I think in the past I relied on hustling and hard work and forcing my way to feel good enough. Mm. And that was coming from my parents. I felt like I had to achieve to be loved and be seen. So I didn't feel good enough, which I feel like is very human and one of the most common fears people have. But, um, So I didn't trust my natural self, my true self. I thought I had to over prepare. I had to memorize my speeches. If you told me two years ago, I'd be talking on a podcast with you or even doing videos with my partner, I would have just cried in fear because I could not talk off the cuff. I had to memorize everything. And so the confidence came when I started speaking about what really matters to me and what I believe in my truth, because when you ask me to speak about a company mission that I don't believe in their product, it's so hard. But if I'm talking about my own experience, what I think about and live and breathe every day, and that's going to be different for everyone, that trust is there. Like, you know what you know. So, and you know what you feel, and it's okay to show up as you are. You don't have to be perfect. Mm. Um, And that's something I'm still healing because I actually am nervous for this interview. And I Mm. I had a nightmare. I was like, you were quizzing me on math (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) Not me. I'll tell you that much. That's not me. I was like, that's my worst nightmare. And I realized what's being cleared is this need to get the answer right or come Mm. across and be seen a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well... My wife says I have purple math, which means it doesn't make sense. So <laughs> I know. I'm quizzing you on math. You don't worry about it. I'm that. so glad. <laughs> I think the 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 joy that I have found um, podcasting and connect. I mean, mm. I feel like even with you right now, just this. It's like a hug. It's like an energetic hug. I know. I feel it. You know, you feel it. I feel it too. And yeah. And it's like I can think of every person, and everyone has their mm-hmm. own. I sometimes I like to get, like I love truth more than that is my soul mm. <laughs> truth. And I will leave anything. I will leave everything to find truth. And. Mm that's what makes us free. So I want freedom. And, um, and sometimes I, I find myself jumping into the political world, the truth or, Mm. you know, there's so much beauty in that as well. Mm. But then I want to bring people from that world to sit in this space and just, 
it's like we can know all the truth, but unless we feel the love that oh, is, yeah. it's like a hundred percent. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for coming yeah. on and doing this. this of is course. Incredible. I mean, the awakening is, you know, first you might wake up from the outer world, realizing the things that have been hidden from us, but the true awakening is freeing ourselves because the matrix is within and our belief systems that keep us in limitation and, you know, all of it, it's not just that, but years of indoctrination to believe we are small mm. and we are just victims or, you know, participants of this life when we are truly the creator. Yeah. Um, it's, that's the true healing. And I love the way you speak and your work because people are going to wake up to the outer, outer but then, the true awakening, we need years for that, for people to really allow themselves to fly. Mm. Yeah. So the, um, the thing that I really love about this space is it's absent from the word wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's, I've even had a guy that I think is a sweetheart and a very sweet soul, but he, he's been hung up in the politics. So and he, he's not on the, what I would call the awakened side of politics. Yeah, yeah. He'll find himself there. Um, but he messaged me that the words, you're wrong in your political mm. views. And I thought, first of all, I've never talked about, after he said that, then I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk about my political views. But yeah. um, I'm like, that's interesting. I, I've left that world wrong. Mm. I felt my whole life I was wrong. Like, everything I yeah. did was wrong. I was broken. I didn't like everything that I've experienced. And so now into this place is like, even energetically, even saying that word and that feel, it's like, there is no wrong. There's just exploration. There is no quiz that you could get wrong. It's just practice for the next moment. Like everything Mm. is moving. Everything's constant in motion. And, and, and yet still, (laughs) and that's the beauty of it it's like it's moving but there's stillness in that um Mm. so i just i don't know where even i'm going just i share i your content is is gentle and i appreciate it and i love it like when i see it in the wall and i was thinking about this today this is such a random thought but i don't know how you feel like on instagram but scrolling through instagram i feel like all the content is like on a chain so it's like down Mm -hmm. there but the AI is just bringing up the next post, like yeah, yeah, yeah. before. I feel like it's just this long, like you know, the magician pulling the it never ends. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. It's such a. But anyway, when I see your content, it's like thank you. Maybe the color palette. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm an artist, so I have to sure. so, so <laughs> I enjoy tell, it. Yeah. Tell me about um, when you started stepping out and creating content, what that journey was like for you. Yeah. I mean, it started with just giving myself permission to journal again. Um, I went to a cafe after working long hours in Silicon Valley and I was there till 10 PM journaling. And at first it was like, no one's going to read this. You know, I would be terrified to even post one thing on medium or a blog, but, um, it was allowing myself to bring that voice and that zest for life out again because I knew it was there. But often you're so caught up in the mind of what should I write and how should I make it good for the audience um, that you don't allow the voice of the heart to come through. And this is with creating anything. Mm. So I was kind of flexing that muscle again to remember how to just trust myself. And sometimes it would be while I'm walking in nature, I scribble something down on my phone or right before bed, something comes and it felt like a channeled message. And that's when I started feeling the power of that voice. It's so much calmer and deeper and there's a knowing there Mm -hmm. and allowing myself to journal. It takes so many baby steps because I had a lot of self doubt of what will people think of me. So I started with a blog, um, a blog, and then I slowly moved on to Instagram, but still terrified that my old colleagues and friends would see it. Um, and then now I've written a book, but it doesn't, you know, it took time for me to clear that doubt and that fear. Yeah. yeah. What, what lineage, did you come from um, any religious background as, as like your family 
background? Yeah, um, my mom is Japanese and her family um, is more on the Buddhist side, uh -huh. but not very religious. Um, but there was a spiritual understanding that there's more. Um, and then my dad is Indian and his family is Hindu, but he's also a black sheep. He's a total truther. He had 5,000 followers on Twitter and got censored. <laughs> he's so proud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a bad so, <laughs> Yeah. So coming from very traditional families, but he's also very um, different in his family. He's a black sheep. And mm. my mom is also very connected to her heart and she got me into art. So um, mm. I've been influenced deeply by both of them. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to Catholic school all through Ooh. high school and yeah, university. So I've seen a lot of different religions. But So what was the, did you always, so growing up then, did you know there was more? Were you hungering for more? Were you thinking? Because I know in that Silicon Valley world, it's just, it's hard to even have time to think about. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about my company, like the startup I was working at 24 seven, but you don't have room for your own. Like, what do I really want? Yeah. Um, growing up, I did feel very connected to at least this power of the universe or manifesting because so many amazing you know things that you couldn't call a coincidence would happen or through the power of my mind um i would heal myself or you know I, I used to get sick for a whole year and then i chose to get um the perfect attendance thing for three years in a row and i i knew i did it like it was my intention so i kept trying to apply that to things i wanted to achieve but it was still from this goal oriented place of I need to achieve this or I want that internship so I'm going to manifest it whereas now it's more uh, letting go of the need to have to be productive all the time and just be and come back to my true self and yeah it's like unplugging from the matrix the rules and my life has changed so much mm. Mm. Yeah. night and day <laughs> beautiful Hi, um so you found me through Crystal, the yeah. the the, the one and only the energetic alchemist. It's so amazing, yeah. What, like, what accounts or what type of content were you finding on Instagram that spoke to your mm. soul that was resonating? Mm. Yeah, I started on YouTube. Mm. Um, the first few were really out there. So Bashar, who channels yeah. Yeah. other dimensional beings. Um, but then I found the ones that resonated. So Crystal was one of the early ones. Alice and Co. Um, I read Dolores Cannon's books, which got me tuned into the magic of our soul and our life between lives and how powerful we are between our sleep state and what we're actually doing energetically. Mm. Um, of course, you're more than enough. Even when you just lay around all day and you're hit with all these energies and you feel like you're not doing enough, you're so powerful. You're spreading your light. Mm. And we don't know this. Like most humans don't know. So that, that was so magical in the beginning. Mm. It really helped me. Yeah. And mm. so first of all, yeah, all the Dolores and the channeling stuff was a new thing for me. I mean, it's really been in the past probably a couple of years. I knew about Abraham Hicks and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's like wild. But I mean, at the time I was thinking it was wild. Um, but then I'm like, is it any different than Ezekiel, Jeremiah, like any mm -hmm. of the prophets and zero, it's no zero yeah. difference. They happen to write it down and we all know it mm. is like, thus saith, you know, the Lord. Yeah. Um, and these beautiful souls, like Dolores Cannon, what an incredible. That's such a gift. Yeah. Soul. She knew about this time on earth years ago. Yeah. It's incredible. Another book that really helped wake me up was conversations with God. And mm, oh my gosh, are you serious? That's my favorite. Oh favorite my gosh, yeah. Lauren, yeah. my wife's reading it right now. And, and I listened oh, to wow. the audio version and I was just in my, um, I'd done like the emotional intelligence program. I was pretty clear on like now who I was and grounded, but then I knew yeah. like I was leaving Christianity and this whole just, dogmatic mm -hmm. 
mm. black and white world. And someone said, you should listen to um, conversations with God on audio because the author does a good job voicing it. And I would go on uh, walks and I'd walk for hours listening. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Doesn't it ring like truth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You and I was studying it. with my rabbi friend at the same time uh, who was, who is a Hasidic Orthodox rabbi. And so I would ask him like, um, you know, mm-hmm. God say like, I never called it the 10 commandments. You yeah. call it the 10 commandments. I never call it the 10 commandments. Yeah. Ask him, like, Is it called the 10 commandments? And he's actually, he said, well, it's actually called the 10 utterances. And I'm like, say it's such a different vibrational energy huge. to that word. Yeah. Huge. Yes. Huge. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It's just the these books. Thing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, it's fun talking to you. I'm like, Hey, there you are. The person I see on, on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Funny. Yeah. I feel the same. I feel the same. So how it's, did you end up to in Australia? Sorry. Go ahead. Mm, no, no, no. I was just going to add to um, the book. So I read a lot of books in the beginning because I, my analytical mind needed that uh, confirmation. Mm. I was still looking for information from my brain, but the most magical part was really the hunger of, is it really true? Like, does it work for me? Not just this author and this expert. And that's when the magic really unfolded. And um, before we segue, I wanted to share, because I feel like this is so powerful. In August, my partner and I experienced 10 days in what I can only call 5D or new earth, the energy. It was as if we took a drug and it was like, did you, what, what happened? We thought that they turned on the 432 Hertz Tesla towers. We thought it was like the whole world because we dropped into this place of calm. Totally nothing. We didn't do anything. And it was like, your mind is so clear and there's no worries. Like they're just like echoes and you don't think about the past. You're just present. And we just flowed through our day. We had so much energy. We only slept like five hours and we woke up and you know, when you're foggy, when you wake up, we woke up feeling so clear, just like how I feel now, as if we're just totally awake and alive. And the synchronicities, it really felt like we were in a lucid dream where the right person came so much manifested. That's when we got our video equipment using gift cards, (laughs) using credit card points um, to do our videos. And he quit his job and all these things lined up. And we were like, is this going to continue? And um, I knew in that moment, this is what's coming to earth and it will change the whole world. Like when you feel that there's no more fear, there's no more doubt. It was a state of zero doubt and Mm -hmm. we knew the awakenings happening ascensions happening and you just change as a human and the fact that the whole world is going towards that oh my god i can't wait (laughs) it's magic a magic you first of all what a gift that you got to experience that what a gift yeah yesterday i watched this video um that i got sent by another friend um, I don't know if do you follow spiritual oneness on Instagram. It's like a blue icon. There's so many. I know yeah. there's so many, but it's such a beautiful account. And, and um, the guy that runs it, Lawrence sent me this beautiful um, video of the, it said pole shift and the coming ascension. And there, I didn't even know there's this whole other world out there that the pole shift that when planet Nibiru comes through every 34,000 500 years, something like that, the mm-hmm. earth shifts its axis. Mm-hmm. So Brazil will be the next like North America. And like, it constantly is moving the earth. And I was like, this is what, and it comes very close to the earth and it's mm-hmm. 10 times bigger than the earth or something wild. Wow. And I was like, this is kind of a wild, like thing. Like, why is it, like what? And I went down this whole rabbit hole of this content and it didn't bring fear, but it didn't bring peace. It was interesting. Like, okay, I was aware of it now. What, but it didn't mm. bring like essential, like it's, it didn't bring that love. Like where was the love and all mm. this? And I listened to this gal channel yesterday and she, um, she channels, but then she had permission from three of her clients who their sessions, she brought that information into this. 
And she said basically that what you just described, those 10 days, is the newer, it is where we're going to go and the light's going to come at and people will feel like the light was turned on and it will scare some, it will bring some, just so much peace, but that the earth is splitting like a cell Mm -hmm. and we are, we will stay in the new earth. And, um, I don't even know. It's it's like, I could feel it while she was talking while you're talking right now. It's like, we're going to know know something's different. And yesterday I was thinking, well, then what is the word heaven is most of English is conjunction words. Like, mm. like the old English word, nigh, like draw nigh to God, draw nigh to, he'll draw nigh to you is near and high or, uh-huh, yeah. you know, I don't know all these words, but I was like, what yeah. is heaven? What is heaven then? Heaven has got to be a conjunction word. And like, I know, um, mansion is man Zion, like Whoa. perception Whoa. of what, heaven on earth is is a mansion but it's wow every single person a man's Mm. iron so then i was like heaven heaven is heart in even it's oh my god it makes sense yes yep the balance it's here no more fear yes and then the kingdom oh i was like it makes sense and that piece that you describe where there's no more fear it's just completely imbalanced in love and pure Oh, it's coming so, so soon. And I'm thinking about doing a message for, because God cannot not love us. Mm. He cannot love us. Yeah. Love cannot not love or it wouldn't be love. It's always love. It's unconditional. Yeah. And those that still want to go down the path in fear will mm. still be loved. Mm-hmm. And they may not even finally receive that love till the very like last yeah. degree. Mm. Love will always pull them out. And I'm like, this of is course. a fascinating thing. We are here where we're sharing love is available right now mm. for every single person. Yeah. And yet there's so many still that are, operating from fear or compliance mm. or some sort of fear umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. That's being cleared. I feel like you are that powerful that you're going to keep creating that experience. If you hold fear and doubt, yes. you're going to manifest that to show you, Oh, look, you still have lack or limitation or fear. Um, and the power of that heaven in your heart is like, you're the one shifting. And this is this, it's like the quantum reality. But during those 10 days, I was a different version of me and mm. I got a different version of my partner. And it was the more true, alive, real versions of each other. And everyone I spoke to, because I had a couple calls, like one with a friend, each person was a higher version of them or a more happy, calm, alive, and I had the best conversation. So it's when you shift, you shift everyone in your reality. And this is the power of ascension. It's, you know, in the beginning, I was waiting for disclosure, um, wondering when the world would wake up, when change would come. And then me and my partner were talking and it was like, oh, it's being delayed because we're delaying ourselves. We're not shifting. And when we shift and step into our truth and hold more peace or love ourselves more, whatever it is, when we awaken ourselves, we got a different version of our whole family, our friends, our strangers, and mm. you're on this timeline. There's infinite timelines to ascension. We're all heading there, but everyone's on their own timeline. And for me, I believe there's a different version of me, I- infinite versions of me and you on other timelines. Yes. Yes. That's so mind blowing. <laughs> it is. It is mind blowing. Yeah. Um, the timeline thing is fascinating where, like the book of revelation is so accurate. It is so bizarrely accurate sans all the like other mm-hmm. narrative, but no one's going to be able to buy or sell anything unless they take the mark. And then here we have, no one's able to travel or go. They yeah. want to take it to the fullness of that. But yeah. the one thing that like I grew up in Christianity, obviously. And so I was so fearful of like, 
I wanted to escape. I always wanted the rapture. I always wanted to not be here during that time. I was so afraid. And now that I'm in this time, I'm like, this is the most incredible time to be alive because oh, I'm so courageous. And the timeline was given, a timeline was given, but timelines do not supersede our free will. So mm, if a of us wow. can awaken yes. and say, no, then we shift timelines. So then I think what an incredible gift that we were given this mm. timeline of the yeah. deep state narrative so that humanity mm. could say no. Exactly. And then 100%. say yes yeah. to some, to love or whatever. Um, yeah. Hey, that's so cool. So, and I'm sorry, did I say husband at the beginning of this I should have assumed you're, you're actually finally right you're the fourth person who's called him my husband and I think energetically that you're sensing it because yeah. he will be um we're just partners right now but we've bought land down south and we're creating this heart temple and wow. retreat center and wow. yeah it's gonna be magical so. beautiful well I wanted to make sure you're uh, you're psychic <laughs> That's your <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he, how did you meet him? Cause you guys have this beautiful energy together. It's really, it's really incredible. Yeah. His name is Joel and I met him in Bali during uh, my time living there. I was living there. He was there on vacation from Australia mm. and he walked into a cafe during this uh, spirit festival, of course, meditation and dancing and all. And he walked into a cafe and instantly I saw his, felt like a white aura around him. And I never get this, but this deep urge to, I need to talk to him. It wasn't like, oh, I need to get his number is more, I don't know, like he felt familiar. Like I need to talk to him. And we ended up having wristbands for the same festival. So ended up dancing and yeah, had a date and spent 10 days together. And then we had long distance and then I moved here. So it was a true soul connection. And I think we've really helped each other awaken um, in different ways. Um, he's held space for me as I step into my truth. And mm. I've also helped him in his journey towards um, kind of understanding more of the outer reality. But then also we created that 10 days together. It was we're in a bubble and finding that conviction to take the leap and follow our hearts. I really could not do it without him. So mm, it's yeah, really beautiful. Love him so much. Really beautiful. Mm, yeah. um, tell me what, like you've experienced so many countries and cultures and people mm. and energies. What's Australia like right now, as far as the energy? Cause I know there's a lot of work. There's a lot, I have a lot of a big audience in Australia for this podcast. Mm, yeah. There seems like awakened souls down there. Mm. We're in Perth and we've been very lucky on the West Coast because we haven't had as many strict lockdowns or mask mandates. Um, I think the East Coast had the really hard part of that, you know, a lot of strict lockdowns. Um, we've had a lot of freedom marches and people are waking up. Um, I guess it depends what pocket you're in. There were, you know, tens of thousands of people in Sydney and other parts, Melbourne, marching. Over here, our population is smaller and it's harder to find your people, but amazingly, my entire tribe of friends here, we've kind of gently woke them up or they're on their journey and they helped us and we're all kind of <laughs> rising together, which is beautiful. Yeah, yeah so it, it, it is, um, I think the countries that have had it kind of easy um, or comfortable have been the slowest to wake up because they don't really, they're not pushed out of the comfort zone um, you know, we have free healthcare and really good roads and parks and you think everything's good and we're not pushed like a third world country. So yeah, people are now starting to really talk and share. And it's amazing to see the ripple effect because we see our um, extended family members slowly start sending links and asking mm. questions. And yeah, it's beautiful to witness. But what about you? Where, where you're from? I, I'm in Seattle. Yeah. Um, so I've lived, I mean, I've always lived in the US, but yeah. Seattle is bizarre. It's yeah. for as much, and I think this is the, the false narrative, It the city thinks it's so progressive and people think they're so progressive, but they are only progressively in the matrix more and more and more. In the box. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. 
It's a carrot of freedom. Like you think you're following the right way, but yeah. And even like the spiritual centers up here, it's just that it's just like plant medicine is such a, I talked about like no one, it's like, I don't know. It's very interesting, but Mm. also I think that energy because it's so dense, um, we're the evergreen state. The very first case of coronavirus was in the evergreen hospital. Um, oh my God. There's no, no the accidents ship. to all these things, you know, and the yeah. ship and the shipping you know, Like yeah. there is this density here, but also I think when the light starts shining more and more and more, it is going to be so brilliantly bright mm-hmm. and beautiful. Um, oh yeah. So that's why people I'm are so kind. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Such a kindness. It's the here. heart. Yeah. Yeah. The heart's there. It just needs a little coaxing. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I'm humanity right now. It's like tapping it. I don't feel the, the, the dark energy anymore. It's, I was talking to, I was on a call earlier, earlier today. I think it's been removed, but mm-hmm. people You're need so right. to step into it's like wait i can freely speak yes you can freely speak right now but there's the fear and that's the gift it's like if we Mm. pierce that fear i feel like we're free i feel like maximus and gladiator where you're like (laughs) (laughs) the power that comes from speaking and oh the throat chakra may it open fully for everyone right now, Mm -hmm. just open and open and open and learn your unique vibrational gift because we all are creating these sounds and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. You're spot on because um, I also feel that darkness or the energy has shifted so much um, since the solstice and a channeler, JCK, who's also amazing from Australia was saying basically yeah, the dark had to leave by end of February, March. That was the contract. And now we are the ones, the matrix is still there. The, the darkness is still there. So she asked, what is it? And she was told it's the people creating the matrix from their own patterns yes, and programs. That's, that's so yeah. wild. That's what I was yeah. feeling. Yeah. It's like, it's, we create it. <laughs> yes. Now it's there. Oh, this is so good. That's a really, I'll, I'll have to find that person. That's um, yeah. She, she's amazing, but we're also the ones who can break it. So it's up to us and it's to realize, don't blame the outside. Don't blame the, the governments. Right. Look at yourself and are we freeing ourselves? Yeah. Did your, um, it's such a, I, so I just had a sweatshirt printed with my Anon name on Twitter. <laughs> And I didn't oh. come here any day. I'm, I'm excited to get it, but I was, one, so I was cool. one of the ones taken down. Not my, not my real, my main account, but my, my uh, truther account. I was having fun uh-huh. just letting it rip on there. Um, but your dad, that's a, that's a big following on Twitter. 5,000 people. Yeah. But it got censored and taken down or he went down to zero. <laughs> so I yeah. don't know what happened. Yeah. They yeah. did. They did this giant purge and yeah. And um I mean, they've done many purges, but I think the last mm. one was a pretty complete purge uh, yeah. uh, those accounts. But what was your dad's awakening to truth or, yeah. I think it started off when, so my sister is autistic. She's two years younger and we truly believe she changed after she got a vaccine at age five. Um, she was totally normal, developing well, and then she her speech regressed and she became really quiet. Um, so we started looking into holistic health and alternative medicine and um, found a lot of um, amazing, you know, energy healing and different things that helped. Um, and he saw the corruption in big pharma and things that didn't add up. So that door was opened and then we did a personal development workshop together. It was more of a spiritual heart opening, you know, purging your traumas and stuff. And I really saw him step into himself more and clear all the years of baggage. Um, And then, you know, like there's this trust or link between us. If I tell him something, no matter how crazy it sounds, he'll kind of, he'll be open to it. He's, he's very open and, um strangely like three years ago I didn't know how to describe it so I was like 
the earth's vibration is changing. Things are going to change. He's like, okay, okay, cool. (laughs) Like, he's like, my daughter's gone crazy in Bali, but but that's awesome. (laughs) He's all into it now, so it makes sense. That is so cool. That is really cool. Um, what a gift that you have have him in. So your sister did. Is she still struggling with speech? And and has that been a or yeah? Tell me her. Yeah, yeah. It was slower when she started speaking full sentences. It was like age six, but now she's so sweet. I really think she's a highly evolved soul. Yeah, and I she, think all autistic people are actually the five D world. Yeah, yeah. She lives from the heart. She refuses to fit into a box. She doesn't understand the nine to five work, so she'll get a job and quit in a week. Like I didn't like it, and then <laughs> doesn't matter. And she'll follow her truth, even though. Sometimes it's very tough for my family because it doesn't fit what you kind of want to mold her into, but she refuses to be molded and she's the most pure loving soul. And I really think where we're headed, it's going to be so much more gentle to the whole world, but also to her, like she's leading the way, even showing me it's okay to drop the conventional career. And Mm. that's still the matrix of having to explain your passion or your calling or your even your soul mission in terms of a conventional box that explains how you're monetizing it it's like i've thrown that out the window and it's like i'm just following my heart now and people don't get it but um we get it we're getting it more people you get it (laughs) i really think that um i think the autistic boom it's not it's just the word mean, what does it even mean? It means nothing. It's evolved. Mm-hmm. I think they're evolved souls that exactly. were awakening the rest of the world that they could speak normal. And then they went back in to live because I was reading like in, in the 5d earth, we're not going to speak as much as we're going to be more telepathic. So we're going to be more Emotional. connection and feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we won't need to speak as much. So then yep. this whole <laughs> talking thing is not necessary. And mm it's just a beautiful thing that, and again, everything's an inversion, what the matrix deem mm. is worthy. Well, of course they, they deem slaves that can create an output for their system worthy, but those that can't fit into that system are deemed unworthy, but those that hold the emotional space, the autistic, the, the down syndrome, like God, these souls are so beautiful and are always constant that, I just think it's so beautiful. My buddy's sister is downs and I was talking to his dad and he, and the dad said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Jesus was down. So he goes, obviously I, I don't think he was, but it said that in Isaiah, the prophecy was Jesus didn't have a form that people looked at. They, mm-hmm. they pass over. He wasn't like this good looking charismatic leader. He was just mm-hmm. in the spirit. And I, I'm like, that's a beautiful concept because the downs, they're always happy and it's such a beautiful it's the new earth like just be and be a kid again and and uh, i just i just think it's beautiful so you've had quite an experience and perspective from all sorts of different Mm, yeah yeah we're moving to this energetic world um no longer it's hard because you're you're so stuck in the mind and want to calculate things but these people are showing us no just come in and be, be. and you don't have to do. Just be. be. It's interesting that um, for me, more and more, like I'm reading, I'm reading a autobiography of a yogi right now. And the more I read all these different religious paths, the more I see that the people I'm connected to are the ones that really leave the path or ascend outside of that path and they we're all saying the same thing just it's being hold space and love love like i love love i love truth yeah love. And, and i always joke around like what is love loves love loves love so if love 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 love, 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 love you know? yeah um yeah. yeah sis so i want to hear more about your book and and, and what was that Cause I wrote a book and I remember being so scared and like just worried of judgment and all the things. So mm-hmm. what was the process like for you? 
I tried to write it two years ago and it was more from the mind of what would the audience want or how can I make this more self-help and, you know, give people actionable, you know, things to do. But mm. um, then I tuned into the book My Heart Wants and the book I want my children to hold when they grow up and my offering, like what is my soul signature and essence and how can I capture that into physical form? And what is this yearning, this message that wants to come out? And it truly felt more channeled. Um, it's a message to myself, to my soul, but also to humanity and reminding you of the magic that you are, the power that you are. And it was written for this time on earth because it's about the awakening. And I don't think, I think we're also caught up in the ascension process and, you know, waiting for disclosure and our symptoms that we forget to zoom out and really feel we're actually shifting the whole planet. Like mm. you are shifting and you are free and to let that sink in. Mm. Um, so it's more written for the heart, you know, and to let it sink into your body. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I have a copy actually. And it has um, some art of mine. So Beautiful. it's very much, yeah, written from the heart. It's <laughs> so cool. That is so cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, I can like, that's what you're. So it's interesting. I said, like, I like the palette of your. Mm, it's so similar. Yeah, it's great. Here's the painting behind me. Right there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Did when you were real young, what did you think you would be when you grew up? Like, what do you want to be? Did you have dreams of? You're going to laugh. So I wrote in a journal, I am an artist and writer. <laughs> when I was eight. So good. Yes, you are. Yes, you I are. am. And, and But the funny thing is, we don't give ourselves permission to even admit to ourselves what it is we really want. Because when I was in my career, I remembered that. But no way, you can't make money doing that. Like people are going to think you're weird. And even more deeper than that is I was really into manifestation. I listened to my dad's Tony Robbins tapes in the car and meditated and tried to visualize things. And that was my, I was such a geek, but um, then in my career, it felt too woo woo or weird, or you won't be taken seriously. So push that down. Yeah. And yeah, it was only after I left the bubble of my old friend group and Silicon Valley that I allowed myself to play in that world again. And it just opened my true self back up to mm. that whole world. Yeah. Mm. What, what, what were your roles in the company? Yeah, so I started off um, interning at Facebook and then I worked with a very small startup with some of my old bosses and then a bigger company. And I was always in marketing, but then um, in my last company, I became chief of staff to the CEO. So I really saw the burnout around me and these people on a career ladder climbing up. And I was like, do I want to climb this ladder? <laughs> and I started seeing just the lack of vibrancy or, um, I mean, everyone should follow their heart. And if that, that's, that path is for them, but for me, it wasn't what I wanted. Mm. Um, it wasn't the true joy. Yeah. And I, I'm presuming just knowing that world, um, the conversations were probably always about work and always about like, and now the conversations yeah. are about soul and love and expansion. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> such a contrast. And it's, I think why I'm even asking, it's important for people listening right now that might be in these corporate worlds. Like sometimes I get messages, people are like, what are you talking about? And then they, then a couple of like months go by and like, okay, now they get it. I and, get it. and I totally understand that. Cause before I, came into this world, I've like, wait, what? But yet my heart was calling. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. thanks for sharing like what we're doing. Um, what? Okay, so the 10 days that you experienced in August, yeah. when it left, what was that experience like? And how did you know? Good it question. 
Yeah, I was so worried because I had experienced some pockets of that for hours at a time, just when your heart is open. But this felt way more tangible, like it's here to stay, is it, right? Mm. And 10 days later, you still slowly start coming out of that space of noticing more of your worries creep in or your old thoughts or oh, I need to do this or I need to rush. And the magic kind of the vibrancy kind of left. Um, started feeling a little more tired, had to eat more. Um, and it both, it left for both of us at the same time. I was like, are you feeling it? Yeah, I'm feeling a little lower today. And that's the fear. But the thing is, you can't hold on to that experience. Um, it's because every experience is valid. And even when you're purging or going through the deeper, darker, heavier energies, you're still ascending and you're still rising. It's just, we felt like that 10 days was a gift to show us what's possible. And now you need to work for it. Like you get to truly embody what you know, truly let go of the doubt and create it again for yourself. Mm. Um, it's hard to tell the day-to-day -day changes because if I were to ask you like where you were energetically, even a year ago, I'm sure you feel like much different today or. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah much lighter and um, much less density, but you only notice it in retrospect. So it's hard to notice and give yourself credit. The retreat center that you guys are building, tell me the vision for that. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. We fell in love with this piece of land in Southwest Australia. It's in the forest, huge trees, big lake, and um, it's zoned for tourism. So we're allowed to build chalets and a temple space. And we want to, well, we hope, we have to go through the 3D loopholes, but yeah. um, we want to build a temple space on the lake um, with a beautiful floor for yoga and ecstatic dance and ceremonies. And mm. it's gonna be magic to That's just so cool. allow people to come visit and stay. And it's not, we're thinking in terms of the new earth. So yeah. it's not for money. We want to grow our own food. We want to offer free food. Like that's the real vision, mm. but it might take some stepping stones to be able to anchor that fully. But yeah, we're that so excited. Awesome. I can't wait. Come to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Come <laughs> visit. Yeah. So amazing. Has, um, has plant medicine been part of your journey? Yeah. Um, not so much. Uh -huh. uh, I haven't felt as called to it now. Mm. A little bit in um, when I was in Silicon Valley. And it opened my heart like um, to this beautiful love that was so much bigger than the mm -hmm. human love I knew. Yeah. Um, it really anchored in. And I felt like this is the truth. It's just I can create that on yeah. my own too. Yeah. So it's been a journey of how do I tune into that place in my heart and open it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So powerful though. Um. This is really fun. This is really I know, fun. I'm really loving so it. So cool. Um, <laughs> so the, the retreats that you're building retreat content, um, if you were, if for the person that's just kind of starting out right now, mm. starting their journey and they're, they know this resonates, but a lot of this words are, a lot of these words are new. Mm, what yeah. is your, what is your word to them? And where do they, mm. like, what's an encouragement to them of where should they look, go? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so much information out there, but the biggest thing is trust yourself and trust that the intention of opening up will bring you the right information. Like this video is one and start following the nuggets that excite you most. So mm -hmm. if there's a topic you're most excited, look that up or go to the bookstore or just open to a conversation and the nuggets will find you, but trust that your journey won't look the same as anyone else's. Because mm -hmm. um, often there's this, um, I felt it too, where other people are like, oh, I channel beings or oh, I'm clairaudient or clairvoyant. I'm like, I'm not really. <laughs> um, and yeah. But then give yourself like what it comes naturally to you or your gifts yeah. are so natural to you. You don't even notice. 
because it's so ingrained in who you are. And for me, I realized, oh, I feel energy through my heart. Like when my heart's opening, um, that's how I interpret energy. It doesn't have to be a clairvoyant vision. So trust yourself and trust your innate gifts. Yeah. Hmm. What I, about you? Well, yeah, I, oh, buddy, I had the the great awakening map right here. Have you seen that before? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so I have had champ on who designed that I did a couple episodes and people would ask me, where do you even start? <laughs> like there's, yeah, so what do you do? And, and I, I would say, I said, you, you know, find something and just start mm-hmm. whatever lands to you, whatever resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Said, but Nikola Tesla is an easy, like one to swallow. Mm-hmm. You can kind of go yeah. there and then that's like, whoa, <laughs> that opens everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I was on a call with these guys earlier and the guy was explaining that um, he has, who knows, I, I meet all these people, they say things I can't verify, but he was talking about anti-gravitational energy that's available right now that he is with these billionaires, blah, blah, blah. But he explained UFOs and light and it made so much mm. sense. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, so... And Tesla knew this information. So the anti-gravitational thrust, they're mm-hmm. using gravity as the energy. Well, yeah. so much gravity is being harnessed that it sucks in all the proton lights around those crafts. So they're physical craft sucking in all the light that is around. And so oh my it God. looks like light, but they're yeah. not light. It looks like a star. It looks like a star. And I'm like, yeah. wow. It makes sense. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. So cool. Everything makes sense. The more I felt mm. like 2020 was like, it just clicked. Like I was like, oh, yep. I get it. Cause I, yeah. I mean, it just, <laughs> it all clicks. And yeah. usually it's the inverse or the opposite. Yeah. It's like, I can look what Hollywood has said about something and then like, okay, so what? So really like, um, mm. I mean, I loved the song, um, our heart goes on or whatever it's called from the mm. Titanic. But that is the complete opposite story of like the truth of the Titanic and all these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. They, they memorialize the lie and this beauty and yeah. the song and they like this allure mm. so that we stay in that emotion of that versus like, whoa, yeah. most powerful men that, that oppose the federal reserve were on that died in the Titanic. and JP Morgan invited them and then didn't get on the ship. Mm-hmm. What? So <laughs> it so- makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Amazing. All of it. And it's I, the truth yeah. is love. Like it's inseparable. Mm, yeah. But it's all, to it's leave all connected. Love. It's all connected. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somewhere they wanted to make the world so inverted, including media by 2022 or something where they're using green screens, making up all these completely false narratives, even more than now, to the point where we don't, we truly just believe what's on there, what's being shown, but it's just a movie, a green screen. And that's how you capture the mind. Because how do you free yourself when you believe your world is this, but it's actually this. Yeah. Actually, this is made me think it's so random, but I was listening to this guy talk about um, the green one um, that they called uh, they called the serpent in the garden. Like the Satanists call one of the names they call him is the green one, which is why they push the green new deal. It's actually all this word green is green bucks and green, green, green. But now it's also interesting that they create the illusion on a green screen uh-huh. Oh, my so I'm like, this is so wild and evergreen and it's, uh, it's, all, all, connected. Just, it's all connected yeah. and it's all super simple. It's just, um, it takes courage. Like it took mm. your courageous person to leave Silicon Valley and travel the world that takes courage. And mm. it just takes courage a little bit to yeah. allow that to grow. And yeah. Yeah. You said in the beginning, you love seeking truth, but the big part of that is being willing to let go of your old truth yes. or your old person that you were and what you believed. Because yes. are you willing to just sacrifice your whole identity and what you believe of the world? Because that's the only way you'll see. That's right. Yeah. And that's scary to lots of people. It is. Yeah. But, mm. and I, my encouragement to everyone is so beautiful on the other side. It is it yeah. like what we are creating right now. It's like, I would hug you if you were here. <laughs> I know. And it's so cool because this is 
you're in Australia. You're you're in tomorrow where I'm right now. Like time yeah. is so weird and life is so weird. It's all. But when we can connect on this level, it's incredible. It's incredible. Mm, yeah. yeah. So beautiful. Well, sis, how can people find you and buy your book? Certainly. Uh, um, Instagram is where I'm mostly posting my writing. So it's at Ashmi, A-S-H-M-I, full stop or period, path, P-A-T-H. And my book is on my website, um, ashmipatilla.com. So that's how you spell it. Awesome. And, and you can see, yeah, the link is on my Instagram as well. Beautiful. Thank you, sister. Thanks for coming on. And thanks. This for- is so amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> I can't so wait much. to hear this. And you're a massive blessing. So thank you. So are you. You're really doing it. You're shining your light. And we all have this piece to the puzzle, but really lifting the whole world. And everyone is able to do that, which is amazing. So thank you for all the light you shine. Sis, thank you so much for coming on. It was such a beautiful time with you. I can't wait to do another one uh, with you in the future. And blessings to you. And everyone watching, listening, wherever you are around the world, I send you love. I send you love, love, love right now. Peace and love. All things are as they should be. Release any fear. Release any anxiety. Release release any desire to control the future. Simply come back into your body, into the present now moment and receive all the beauty that is available for us in this now moment. I bless you all. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. Thank you for joining, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.